Okay. The good news is, is it on? It's on? This is two nights for Rome. We never had. We have candy stashed somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? This is a Shariam, actually, but uh, maybe not taking it, really. They take the whole thing and give each person a square. It's good, bittersweet. Stark. Good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I had a half meal of having uh, some uh, food. <laughs> I shouldn't tell, uh, tell my mother what I'm eating. Uh, <laughs> That's what I like, yeah, the bittersweet. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll wake everybody up. Sugar-free. Okay, we're ready? Yes. Okay, give everybody one square, we're good to go. Okay, uh, after the tumult last night, I um, had a few discussions after Sheer, and I'm happy to report that there are many Bachram who wouldn't even think of kneeling down to propose. And I'm not so thrilled to report that uh, there were some who were doing it and didn't realize that it wasn't so um, if it wasn't so yeshivish it wouldn't be the end it's just not uh, is it the race or not I like being makal to Miyashu the minig but this was never a minig it came from the guy and we were never doing it so um, I uh, and then one person told me it was a chasna and they sang Eishas Chayil and then the last line they gave the chasna and he, he started kneeling down to sing Eishas Chayil a Pusik kneeling down, a Pusik singing at the, I don't know. Uh, we got to have a reality check. And um, it's, uh, these things didn't come from uh, our camp. Uh, the second part, which we left off with, is... We don't kneel again. If you have a drill bit and you're trying to get into a low piece of wood to try to get it in, it's not us, sir, but, you know, for no good reason... It's pretty entrenched. Anyway, the other part uh, we mentioned last minute to share last night. I'll read it again. Uh, this uh, petitioner, I'll mention his name, uh, Latayva of Rumizan, and um, and he mentioned that he knows of a camp that remained nameless that was having competitive day. In the camp during the summer, it's fashioned after the Olympic Games, and they have torch carrying ceremony with tiki lights and a real fire, and they dress up in togas <coughs> and wear wreaths in their hair. Uh, would this be a problem? Uh, <laughs> certainly not good for the Jews. I, I, it's good to know we're getting all this out. Um, I don't know. I assume it's an Orthodox camp. Or, well, why else would he be asking about it? If it was a Greek camp, it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> uh, so I assume it's Orthodox. Maybe it's Greek Orthodox, but that's a different religion. So, um, yeah, this is a problem. I like being me actually admitting that somebody's doing it. Is there any thought? It's not an Issa Derisa? If you say this is a... They're not making Litsanas. They're not making Litsanas. By the way, thinking back when I was reading this, there were pretty from camps who called, who had <coughs> leagues, color war, and I remember sometimes they called it Olympics. Maybe it was the camp. But they didn't dress, I don't remember anybody in togas, not even color war breakout. And... Um, and uh, it's bizarre. It certainly should not be done. That is clear, as is uh, kneeling to propose. Uh, you want a Yishuv and a Minig, uh, if they're doing it, that it shouldn't be an Isdaraisa? I don't uh, hold of what I'm about to say, just as, a, as an attempt as a Yishuv. Dafka with the Olympics, since, as we explained last week and two weeks ago, nobody believes in the Greek mythology, and nobody believes in the Makaris of the Olympics, which I will document in a minute, then perhaps today you could say it's not Hukosam. The problem is, 
again, the aside of this sugya, which we've been on, Baruch Hashem, for a few months, you should know this, aside already, is that when they're doing something strange and you're copying it, there's no good reason to copy it. That's where the problem starts. So you'll say, yeah, because it might be rooted in Avodazar, and it's an Israel mitam vados, like Amesha said, because it might be rooted in Avodazar, but this we know is rooted, but they don't believe it. So maybe that would be the Tzad Lahokal. It's certainly no Indian whatsoever to copy the Gaim in this, and it goes from no Indian to possibly worse. And um, it should not be done, and it should be canceled. I just, uh, uh, sent me just a couple of uh, quotes from um, the history of the Olympics. I didn't know it was that entrenched. Okay, you'll ask a guy today, would he know this? Uh, the people who are in the know will know where it comes from. Uh, it's mamish, based on Greek mythology and Avodah The Olympic torch today is ignited several months before the opening ceremony. I wonder where they're, they're moving the fire from city to city, village to village. And they start with the Olympic uh, site of the ancient Olympics in Olympia, Greece. And then the 11 women, I won't even go into what they're all about, but there's 11 women who take it. I'm, I'm skipping over part of this because it's uh, a mixture of Gili Reyes and Shvichas Damim and Avodazar together. Uh, perform a celebration, and some Geneva we'll get to in a minute. Form a celebration of the Temple of Hera, if I'm pronouncing it right, in which the torch is kindled by the light of the sun. Its rays concentrated by a mirror. Torch briefly travels around Greece via short relays. If, you see, if you're visiting Greece and you see guys passing on the torch you know, a few months, but you'll know what they're doing and then starts its transfer to the host city. In the time of the original games, within the boundaries of Olympia, the altar of the sanctuary, Mamish of Adazar, dedicated to the goddess, uh, whatever her name was, not important, maintained the continuous flame. For the ancient Greeks, fire had divine connotations, as it always did throughout the generations. Uh, all of a sudden this week, everybody's asking me, they heard a rumor, I must be talking about this year, I didn't even get to this, I told you after this year, we didn't get the birthdays, it's coming. The next so yeah. Next subtopic, uh, the candles are a problem. I think I mentioned that, and yes, they are. And whenever you have something about fire and things like that, you have to be a little suspicious. And uh, the fire has divine connotations. It was thought to have been stolen from the gods by some other god. Now, just as a side comment, if the gods can't hold on to their assets, it's not a very great sign of strength. Just uh, I might be preaching to the converted, but um, uh, we have our God, the only God. You can't steal anything from him. Closest you can come is eating food without a bracha, which is the Gemara and bracha. The Gemara says, like, steal my God's bracha. That's not exactly what it means over there. It's just insane. Anyway, so um, same way gods, you know, are beating each other up and they greet gods and stealing from each other and have jealousy and kinna and anger. And it all fits with their it's general fair, program. It's a, it's a A fire can represent good things. Yeah, we have uh, we have Barim Reish, and we have a Zechet. You know, fire has done. If you're doing it for something that's away, if if it doesn't have a positive source, the fire. Well, you know, Black Barimer is a different schmooze. There were those who were against burning things on Black Barimer, and there were that. But it has serious makaris. No, so we have a positive makar. You're asking that it should be like the guy that it should be also because they have. An Olympic thing actually sent me a picture of this over here. I never thought of it. Did they Mamish have a big torch? Here's the last guy in the relay. They said the whole big kibu, which sports guy gets it. He's lighting a pretty big uh, fire over here. I don't know if you can see it. And then, you know, it's it looks like, uh, come to think of it, the Muhammad meet with this in, in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll give it to some um, better basketball star. What? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, that's possible. Uh, the um, the fire is suspect, but here we know there are good makers. That, that's the 
if we would do it in the context of playing basketball or football afterwards, then we'd have a problem. Yeah, we're not doing Olympic games. We're dancing and we're singing. I think that's the uh, that we're not going to answer every application of, of fire. So, uh, getting back to the stealing things from the gods, <coughs> uh, therefore, fire was also present at many of the sanctuaries in Olympia, Greece, during the Olympic Games, which honored Zeus. Uh, it's a Chiddush thing also, but I guess this is partially part of history. The whole games are to honor Zeus. Was he the head of the whole Hebra over here? Is that his? Yeah, he's uh, supposed to be. Okay, just to have to know who's me, me Baruch over here. This is all very sad that anybody uh, with a brain believed this. Additional fires were lit at his temple and that of his wife. Oh, so this Hera was the uh, was the uh, was related. Okay, the modern Olympic flames ignited at the site where the temple of Hera used to stand. The Olympia, the flame used the source of the sun. But the sun obviously has to do with a lot of ancient Avodah also, and it goes on and on. But I, I'm, the point over here is that um, uh, the Makaris here are pretty horrendous. Um, the issue might be is that uh, nobody believes in this today. The problem is our Meshach holds that whoever wrote the stuff, if when they wrote it, then they believed it, and you're reading it. The thing itself is trafe. Amesha would probably extend it if you're doing the same meaning they did, and when they did it, they believed it, it would also be trafe. So Amesha would probably have a huge issue with it, uh, but uh, we have an issue anyway, and the camp should not be copying this. Those are the original ones, but then they re... This whole thing was instituted in 1928. There was a gap in time, but I don't know. They reinstituted the fire issue with the relay in 28. Sure, sure, sure. So that, that's what I'm saying. The argument that it wouldn't be straight out as the race it might be that unlike Green on St. Patrick's Day, which they don't know what they're doing, it's therefore we, the shash kicks in that it's rude in Kishore and Azara, and they can't uh, debunk that because they, they probably themselves don't know. This we know, we know it's based on Avodah Zarah, we know we don't believe it. Right, but there's like a thousand year gap where they didn't have Olympics. Some kind of a ceremony to go along with. Okay. Okay. There's a bunch of hoodlums getting and fighting games. Right. It's oh, not fine. interesting fine. enough. Fine. So that, that so that, that's why I'm trying to be Malamis Chris in this camp. It still doesn't make it mutter. It's not no, something we shouldn't be copying. Why? No. Those Olympics were over for a thousand years, and then the, then they started the Olympics again as as you know to bring countries together. Nobody at that point believed in. in we 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 hope not. We hope not. The problem here is is that they. Took they didn't pattern after they took the exact same ancient rites right, of Avodazaras. Why should we be doing that? I, I, I can't come out that it's mutter that you're supposed to be doing it. That's for sure. Shailiz, is it is it actually this is the right or is That's that's my issue over here. But certainly somebody has to along the same lines. I'm talking about togas and reeds. Can you dress up like uh, like the Greeks? Togas and reeds on perm. So the answer is perm's the only day there are shittas and drama that hold that you can even cross-dress on perm. Mashallah and others don't like it. And I tell people if you have anything else to dress up like, like a Greek, it's better than lying on this. But there are people who dress up uh, like that, like Galachim. Somebody already asked me a shayla two weeks ago. Um, I didn't realize it was near other, but they said they wanted to know, they were listening to the Kukasam share, and he said his wife wanted to get the kids a uh, whole dress up, uh, you know, have themes. So they want to dress them up like the Amish, and they want to know, is that is that okay? Now, Amish is a different religion, and a pretty extreme form of a different religion. And uh, they're very nice to us when we go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, but uh, it's it's not our religion. So I told them it's no worse than dressing up like a Galach. 
They said, Yolanda, just like a galachan perm. I said, I wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't do it. And I, I never did it myself. I wouldn't do it with my kids. But perms, the one day where, you know, the galach, the haman, and, you know, they, they were, you know, there were galachan throughout history that had a lot of uh, Jewish blood on their hands, like all the saints. And yeah, so you're, if you're, the theme of perms, you're dressing up like, it, it might, might be in poor taste. Uh, people have asked me over the years, and they dress up like Hitler, Yamach Shemoy, and I said, uh, you certainly can't do it if there are any survivors around. I mean, that, that, it's just very poor taste. But he was Haman. We, we, we like to divide that the Haman, he wasn't that bad, was he? Well, he was actually, in a way, I can't say anything worse, they both tried to annihilate the Jewish people. And they um, both uh, wanted to succeed and almost succeeded had Kosh Baruch not stepped in. So uh, I can't say one's worthy. We're just uh, emotionally, whenever anybody talks about this, you can't, uh, there's too much emotional baggage, rightfully so. So you can't even compare them and advise that. So they wouldn't walk around like that. But the people just have like Haman. So uh, you say, Haman's better. He never actually killed anybody. That's certainly uh, a Maila. Hitler actually, uh, actually did the deed. But in terms of their intention, Haman was a Malik. And the Nazis probably were also. So it's a very poor taste to dress up like a anything that's going to insult people. And you can see when a very sweet gullist, if uh, somebody could dress up like a galach and not remember the long and bitter and bloody history. So, uh, again, it doesn't make it us, sir. So the Amish are not us, either. That's the, uh, Speaking of the saints and uh, what we're saying, so Valentine's Day. Oh, we're going to get to Valentine's Day. It's shock- I didn't think I had to even speak about Valentine's Day, but they told me in Israel now, unfortunately, among the Tinakish and Nishba, they have two Valentine's Day, two Ba'av, and Valentine's Day, and they made two bobs for Valentine's Day. It's wild. I mean, you couldn't make this up if you tried. So we're going to get to that. But Valentine's Day has some time, no? I was busy catching up with Thanksgiving well, and prayer. When is Valentine's Day? February. It's in February, right? Okay, well, well, remind me a couple of days before, and we'll... Uh... I said, saint, if it starts with the word saint, then uh, you should be... Uh, I would say chabdeo v'chacheo, but just chacheo. Chabdeo you can leave out. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a problem. Again, it just shows we've been in America. We have such a wonderful goal. We just think it's all about that. Now, the guy who happened to make all the money off of Valentine's Day was a Yid. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the famous uh, American greeting company, that's Gavaldic, but uh, that doesn't mean that you should be sending them. Uh, and uh, it's um, especially the preachers involved, the romance and everything behind it is uh, totally beyond the pale. But just, just uh, it, it's just not our, um, not our, our religion, and uh, maybe we have a problem with it. I, th- I thought that was push it, but uh, you're not the first person to ask me to comment on it, so Amit uh, Hashem will, uh, will go back to it uh, briefly uh, at the time. Hello, yes? How far do we take something that we don't know why, but yet there could be a nice reason for it, but we really don't know why? So we have many examples like that. Let's say getting an engagement ring for a girl. So we don't know why everyone gets a diamond ring, but why... Like, Diamonds are forever. <laughs> Somebody said that? I don't know. I hope some of you hush it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, or the, or, the, or the diamond birth from a 47 suit. But uh, it's, it's clear in the Gemara. They got presents, they sent Savlonis, they, they it's clear in the Gemara they got gifts. And uh, the American engagement now is just an American engagement. It's not even Tanayim, but uh, that's fine. Diamond is just a valuable thing, and it's always been valuable. We discussed many examples. Some of them we got clarity on less, or somebody got, some of them we got clarity on. Remember we talked about the handshakes? I mentioned to you some Gedolim felt it was a Gayushaza. That didn't, make, in my opinion, make it as the race, and even though Gedolim didn't feel, they just didn't like doing it, but when they was, came to cover the Brias, they did it. That means they held, Mikra dinner was Nasser. 
so even though you could say it was clearly the Shazach, they only did it because they wanted to grab the guy's hand to make sure he didn't stab him, and there was such a violent society. Okay, but then if that's true, it's conjecture. It's not rooted in Avodah Zarakishev, at least. It's still Goyish. There is a difference in the Sogi between things that will be a clear Sadaraisa uh, versus things that we shouldn't do because it's a Goyish Shazach and it's not a Yiddish Shazach, and we shouldn't do it because we're trying to copy them. And we have many things. We know that it's Gaish Zach, we don't want to do it. But then there's the, the one get there, we just don't. Maybe the, the diamond ring was a bad example, but if you just don't know that in it, but people are doing it, that becomes a problem? Uh, we certainly, uh, one thing we learned in the Sugi is certainly Chabdeo uh, Bechacheo. Chabdeo, don't attack the guy. Chacheo is that there's a problem. And uh, the Olympics in camp uh, is really has no place. Uh, I'm trying to be Ashev that maybe based on this reason, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the Isser, the actual Isser. The kneeling is certainly, we don't do it because they always did it in the religions. My, my hakira last night was, are they kneeling, the knights kneeling in front of the kings because that's what they did in church that shows you're paying uh, your respects because that's what you do in a religious sense, in which case the makar is treif, or is that how you show respects and therefore they did it in the temples? That's a big nafkamina, but it's certainly not a Jewish thing, either way. And there's no reason to get into this type of uh, dangerous territory. And how did you finish up with the clapping? I remember you mentioned... Clapping is fine. Even though there was an interesting shayla, but uh, it's it's something not also whether we went into it as much as the guy were probably not because the guy were doing it for performances and plays and Shakespeare and and the Roman amphitheaters and things like that. And it wasn't very Jewish. Jews. Jews were you know we know how to have a good time when it comes to Shabbos, Yantiv, and Purim. But in general, we weren't going to theaters and clapping and audiences and applause and the encores because we weren't into that. Because they had better things to do like learn. So it just that, that's why it wasn't a Jewish Zach. It didn't really, like that does make it awesome. Not that I want to ask you this, but going to a theater in general, let's say going a baseball game, so we can say that's rooted no, in... No, so Ramesha had, you remember, we had, that was one of the first Makaras he had. Ramesha said it's Bittl and Pritzis and all sorts of other things. It's not Chukasayim, <laughs> because it's not a Gaish Zach per se. The Galachim don't like it either, and it has nothing to do with religion. That, that we saw already. We have yet quite a few fascinating subtopics. Uh, we're going to go through birthdays, and then Bas Mitzvahs, and then we're going to get the dates. Not as, as in dates, the ones you kneel at the end to propose. The dates as in the, the Gaisha Chaga, the setting the January 1st, which we touched upon, months of We have a lot of, there, there's still plenty of plenty examples which are going to be uh, problematic, and yet we have to try to be in the ash of them, which we, Mr. Shem, we will. Uh, let's go to the tshuva in front of you. Let's just begin. Uh, very interesting tshuva. Somebody actually had asked me this, and I was fascinated that Ramesha has a tshuva on this very point. I've been asked by a few people. Uh, they have stamp collections. Nope. Collecting stamps, a nice parva hobby. Till you run into all the stamps with the galachim and the crosses on them. So is that mutter or or good for the Jews, bad for the Jews? So, and there are a lot of crosses on stamps. You'll say, wow, there are a lot of crosses on the Swiss flag has a cross, I think. Uh, yeah, I believe. Um, so, you know, so you're not collecting flags, though. On stamps, uh, they have crosses. Somebody asked me, the parent was very bothered, the kid was collecting it. I said, look, if you, it's not going to be a fight, and uh, if it bothers you, I understand. There's certainly a sensitivity. I told you the stipler called Bezek. Bezek is um, Verizon in Eretz Yisrael. And the stipler was on the second or third <laughs> floor, I think, when I was by him. And right outside his window, he saw a telephone pole. And he called Bezek, and he said, <coughs> look, only in Eretz Yisrael. I don't know if the guy was from He said, look... You know, it, it, it's uh, probably said his first name. He said, I'm not saying it's also. <laughs> Don't go to, you know, just uh, can you make uh, an old yid uh, feel a little more comfortable? I, I'm sitting and learning in my study, and I, I right out the window. I'm looking at this thing all day. I just don't like it. There is a, that's a madrega, right? That, 
he had such a pure neshama that bothered him, and there is such a thing, even if you're not the stifler. So whatever Amesha says, he's going to discuss whether it's mutulagamri, osulagamri, somewhere in between. Even if it's mutulagamri, if you have a sensitivity, it doesn't mean you can't, it's not about tashkas to get rid of them. Unless the stamp is worth a huge amount of money, in which case maybe donate to somebody who uh, wants to uh, use it. The shaila is, is there an iser, and if there isn't, why not? And Ramesha has a uh, very fascinating tshuva. Is it similar to chess pieces? Uh, yeah. Yeah, which Ramesha would come out lahokal based on what he's going to say over here, and you'll see where, where Ramesha goes with this. Yeah, m- most chess pieces have, um, have them on it. Uh, we're used to, in America, a separation of church and state, unless it comes to Medicaid-funded... HMOs in New York State, uh, but besides that, they're pretty stark about it. In Europe, even though there was the church, there was a was competition between the kings. But hello, Dover, who the king has that on him, right? On his head. So that's an interesting, it's not a historical, interesting footnote that the king had to uh, had to deal with uh, his co uh, power broker, I guess. Uh, yeah, it would be a similar Shiloh. And uh, let's see what Amisha says. He brings down a few interesting points. Uh, the guy asking is in the stamp business. So he sells the stuff to collectors. Some of them have it separate, some of them have it with the Kaimrim. They had Tsuris on coins, as we still have today. And the Gemara discusses, is there any Maila not looking at it? So the Gemara says that there were some very super Hashra people, like the Staplers of the time. And as Amidus Chasidus clearly was Nasser, they didn't look at coins. They never looked at coins. Coin always had a, some was a pure bus, but it wasn't just uh, was completely flat, and it was um, often uh, an emperor, and often uh, sometimes an avodazar or something. They held might be avodazar. Lamaisa, it's clear it's mutter, and it's clear that uh, there were those who were machmer who were just a chumra. And he explains why. They called this Rabbi Nachman Samai was Machmer on it, but on Shokadashim was a Heilig Yid, Mishim Dlov Mistakal, but Surisa Tazuzum, Machlada Hrina, have a Mistakal, means everybody else looked at the coins. Okay. Kaswa Tam, Mishim Darak, the Shavia Lashem of Azkalilam, Amarsha also Mistakal, but only also when they made it for Avodazara. And the coins, no matter what they had on them, even if they had some picture of a temple, they weren't bowing down to the coins. The coin wasn't the Chefs of Avodazara, they didn't make it Lashem of Avodazara. So therefore, it's not aser. Avoshanasa l'shem noy muter. If it's just there for noy, then it's muter. Tam zeshayach afetzurish shall stamps shalanasa el noy. And therefore, same thing for the stamps. No one's bound down to the stamps. The cross is there. It's only for noy. Lusimin kama alamadveya. In taste of alazar davnum demasalka. Sin shakatsu tam acher beheter estaklus. And taste gives a second reason why it's muter. The matveya in the coin case. The kivin shiragal liras batadir. Since you see coins all the time, l'shayach bohafna. Should be drawn after it. Coins, you're all used to it. You're looking at them all the time. So there's no danger of hafna. Pashut. So what does that mean? If it's if it's also, then how about if you see the coin for the first time? How about if it's a new edition, a new currency? How about if you're an ani and you don't see coins too often? So I'm sure it deals with that. Pashut she'en kavanasam. Taste does not mean kishekfar horgo liras that you're already used to seeing. Adim kain yiksha ech horgalu mitchilo liras betzura matveya. So how you look at the first five times? 
Remember, Tais' first terrorist is not Shem of Arazar, so that's Mutal Agamri. But Tais now is giving another test. Even if it was, but we're Morgul. So why does that make it Mutter? How does that matter the first few times? Vagam, Ech Mutter b'madbeh chadasha shalom atzinu chilik b'zeh. And if it's a brand new one, you're looking at it for the first time, looking at the interesting picture. Vagam, Ech Mutter oni shalom motzi etzloi madbeis. And a poor person doesn't see too many v'chlal. So how's that going to be Mutter? Ela pirishu, so Amesha says, what's pshat in the second terrorist in Tais's? It's a raya that they didn't do it for worship because their avodazars are sacred. So you look at it once in a while when you want to behave in it, but they're not going to put it on a coin where you're looking at it all day. It's almost like a bezayin. You're not going to therefore uh, get into it, so to speak. Everybody only looks at it to see what the denomination of the coin is. Stamps are made. You look at the stamp to see how much it's worth, to put it on an envelope, to see how much you need wherever the envelope is going. And it's not there to worship, and it's not even there to examine in a philosophical way. So Amesha says, if you're allowed to look at the coins, which make it, then you are. Although there were machmirim, that's an extra midas chasidis, it would be mutter as well to look at the stamps, and I think huadin, the chess pieces. Amesha, in the next paragraph, which we'll have to see tomorrow night, says, and by the way, I'm not so sure it's ever also to look at a cross. Not suggested, Amesha himself says, should do it, try to avoid it, we're talking about Mikra Din. Did you do an Isser? If you are looking at it, then find yourself staring at it too long. Ramesha suggests no, and I'll explain why Mitzvah Shemuel picked that up tomorrow night.